Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is Portland's Afternoon News. Thank you very much for joining us here on this Wednesday. I'm Jim Ferretti in for Tim Lance. We are starting here and it's affecting us all. Oil prices, well, they are down a bit today, but still really high. And that means get ready to dig deeper into your wallet to make ends meet. Not just for gas. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds talks with a money expert about all of this. Tim Dewey is an economic professor with the University of Oregon. He talks about how prices for most everything will go up if gas and oil prices rise for a long period of time. We're in for a layered shockwave, he says. Some of it reverts back to supply chain issues. And this compounds or extends those issues. You know, a lot of this comes through trucks at the, you know, the, the final, the, particularly the final mile, but, but even before that, clearly the uh, cost of moving those, those goods and services, those goods are going to increase now with, with the um, rising oil prices. Think about companies running fewer trucks and each of us getting around differently. We'll have more interest in electric vehicles. Uh, you'll have people going back to mass transit. Uh, you'll have people more interested in uh, carpooling. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. It's 404 Apple is among the major tech companies making their own private sanctions against Russia after the invasion into Ukraine. KXL's Brett Recamp has that story. Tech expert Brian Westbrook says a ton of American-based companies are hitting the Russian state where it certainly hurts in the cloud. It's only a matter of time before all cloud services stop sales in Russia. And that's a big deal because, as you know, the Internet runs on cloud services. Microsoft, Amazon, among others, saying that they're going to suspend sales. Netflix, PayPal, MasterCard, Visa, we've heard of this. Westbrook says you can add Nintendo, Ubisoft, Dell, and Samsung to the list of major companies that are suspending shipments to Russia. Brian says Snapchat has paused its heat map in Ukraine as a safety measure. He says even though Apple's in the middle of all this, they chose not to address the situation in Ukraine during their major unveil event yesterday. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. A state advisory group in Washington has decided against recommending a COVID-19 vaccine requirement for students in K-12 schools. The State Board of Health last fall created a separate technical advisory group tasked with researching whether a COVID vaccine would meet all of the scientific criteria needed to be added to the list of required immunizations. The Board of Health is expected to make a decision on next steps in April. The city of Portland's Office of Violence Prevention has been busy matching services to community members. Recently, it divvied up the last of the over $4 million set aside to help curb violent behavior out on the streets. Sierra Ellis is the operations manager and says making the changes take patience. We need deep, long-term investments in our community. We know it takes three to five years. Sierra says it's exciting to see an individual's life improve after prison or influencing young black men to feel empowered enough to choose education over a life of crime. The programs chosen to serve the community have shown that they can get the work down. 
We're learning more today about the expected impact of the World Athletics Championships in Oregon this summer. KXL's Grant Mackill has that story. When the event is held at Hayward Field in Eugene, it'll mark the first time it's ever been on U.S. soil. And Governor Kate Brown says it's easy to see why Oregon was chosen to host the more than 2,000 athletes from more than 200 nations. The beauty and bounty of Oregon is special enough to be highlighted on an international platform. The event itself is expected to rake in at least $138 million for the state. But Chief Executive Director Niels DeVos says Oregon has a chance to shine on the global stage. There will be an estimated 6,500 hours of live television coverage around the world. The event will be seen by somewhere close to a billion people globally. Grant McHill, FM News 101. A new report says Portland Public Schools still have a lot of work to do to address inequality. KXL's Nick Miller has the details. The Oregon Secretary of State's office released a follow-up report to a 2019 audit of the district. News partner KGW reports that audit found significant gaps in achievement between white students, BIPOC students, and economically disadvantaged students. The district was given 15 recommendations to implement in order to address this issue, and Wednesday's follow-up report found it has only fully introduced two of them. Those two are the development of a core curriculum and spending control. During a press conference, Secretary Shamia Fagan acknowledged the challenges that the coronavirus pandemic has provided, but continued to push for the full implementation of the other recommendations. Nick Miller, FM News 101. Coming up on FM News 101 at 416, I can promise you two things. You will learn something about me, and you'll hear a story that will make you ask, what was he thinking? Then, it's the five things you need to know today at 419. The student loan payment pause might be extended again and the guy who got that pig heart transplant, sadly, has died. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. And welcome back to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jim Ferretti. Jeff, uh, you're going to learn something new about me. You ready? All right. Here it is. I hate snakes, Chuck! I hate them! I hate snakes. So, you too. Yeah, when I was writing the story, I, I wrote the story. I'm like, why am I doing this? But here we go. A man who tried to smuggle dozens of reptiles across the U.S.-Mexico border is under arrest. Good for him. Customs and Border <laughs> Protection officials report the man had 52 live snakes. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Also, oh. lizards and other things all bagged up, hidden in his clothes in the morning of February 25th at the San Ysidro Port of Entry. Now... They were apparently concealed in the man's jacket, pants mm. pockets, and the groin area. Enough is enough! I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play! I think that's why I do the snake stories, only <laughs> so I can pull out that sound bite. All of the animals have since been quarantined, and some have been identified as endangered. A multi-agency federal investigation is now underway. What do they need to investigate? He snuck across the border with snakes. Exactly. My hairs are standing up <laughs> on my arms. What, what's your fear of snakes from? Uh, I don't know. Just as a kid, I guess it was, it was the ultimate surprise one time I walked up on a rattlesnake, and it scared me so bad. That's exactly what happened to me. I was out in central Oregon. I found a, a snake, and it, uh, it didn't like me too much. They went back later that night. They got it, and guess what we had for dinner? <laughs> they had rattlesnake for dinner. Uh, was it good? Tasted like chicken. Number five. The student loan payment pause might be extended again. The education department has instructed servicers to not send out reminders about payments restarting in May. 
This may mean that the Biden administration is considering keeping the pause in place for federal student loan borrowers. Number four. A Florida wildfire continues to grow and is only 10% contained. The Florida Forest Service says that the Bertha Swamp Road fire in the state's panhandle is now more than 33,000 acres. Light, steady rain is falling there today, and uh, hope is that it will reduce the heat and intensity of the fire. Number three. The recipient of the first ever genetically modified pig's heart transplant has died. University of Maryland Medical Center says David Bennett passed away this week at the age of 57. He received the groundbreaking procedure earlier in January after he didn't qualify for a human heart transplant. No obvious cause identified at the time of his death, according to a hospital spokeswoman. Number two. A COVID-19 pill for kids as young as six is going to be tested in a clinical trial. Pfizer announcing the tests that are underway to see if the drug can safely treat coronavirus in younger at-risk children. The drug is called Paxlovid and already has been authorized by the FDA for kids as young as 12. The treatment is a mix of a commonly used HIV drug as well as an anti, anti, antiviral that is developed by Pfizer. Number one. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby talking about the decision to turn down Poland's offer to provide Ukraine with MiG fighter jets through the U.S. The U.S. wants to avoid escalating an already intense situation, he says. He also says that Ukraine has plenty of air power right now. Kirby also said he could not confirm whether it was a Russian strike on a maternity hospital. If it's true and we have no reason to doubt it's, it, that it's true, we just can't independently verify. I mean, it's just another indicator of, of, of uh, this, the supreme sacrifices that the Ukrainian people are making and that they shouldn't have to make. Ukrainian officials say at least 17 people were wounded in that attack. And those are the five things you need to know today.